Hello and welcome to A Dog Called Diversity. I'm Lisa Mulligan and I'm dropping into your ears with another solo podcast episode. Today I wanted to talk about this notion of if I do something now, where will that place me in 12 months' time? And if I don't do that thing now, where will I be placed in 12 months' time? And I was reflecting on this idea because 12 months ago, my family and I moved to New Zealand and I was thinking about some of the decisions that I'd made when when we moved here and some of the things I wanted to do when I moved here, but I didn't. And so 12 months later, I'm thinking about what were the changes that happened between the things I decided to do and the things that I didn't do and how do I feel about those decisions? So I thought I would talk a bit about that move and there was one particular thing I did do when I moved here and that was quit my corporate job. And the one thing that I didn't do was enrol myself in a course to learn about Māori culture and language. So the Māori is the local Indigenous peoples of New Zealand and working in diversity and inclusion, I thought it would be really important to understand the language and culture of the Indigenous peoples. So that was the did and the didn't. So I'm going to start with the thing I didn't do. So the the not enrolling in the course that I wanted to enrol in. And the reason I wanted to enrol in the course, the, the catalyst was watching the weather on the New Zealand local television, the free-to-air television. And when I was watching the weather and looking at the weather map, each of the cities and towns represented had their Māori name and their English name. And that really struck me that, that we were using the Indigenous language here and that also I didn't understand the Indigenous language. <laughs> which was a problem. And I spoke to a friend here and said, how can I learn? How can I learn a bit more about the Murray language? Because after being here for a few months, it just wasn't on the, in the weather. Um, a lot of the Murray words are used in general conversation um, with people in New Zealand. And I don't, I don't understand. And so I want to understand So I spoke to a friend, recommended a course at one of the universities which covered language and culture, and I looked it up and I thought, I'm going to apply for this. And each time I looked at it, the enrolment or the application process was uh, long. (laughs) You needed to have a lot of information to put into the application to be accepted into the course. And so I kind of kept putting it off and and I kept forgetting, I guess. Um, and here I am 12 months later, I still don't understand the language. I still don't understand most of the words that people use in everyday language. I'm seeing my children at school learning about the culture and language and are able to speak some words and and understand much better. So I'm kind of kicking myself that 12 months ago, I didn't enroll in that, in that program because I think I would have a better understanding of the language, but I'd also have a better understanding of the culture. And one of the things when you live and work in different parts of the world, it's really 
important to understand the local culture and and not be in a bubble. So I'm kind of, I'm really kicking myself. I wished that I had enrolled. I wish that I had a better understanding and I need to now act and go and enroll and do that course. I think it's really important. The thing that I did do not long after I moved to New Zealand was uh, quit my corporate job and it was a, I I was always planning to do that at some stage in the future, but I hadn't ever defined what that would look like. And I wanted to quit to to start my own business. And it was something that I'd had in my mind for probably the last five or six years. And it certainly was something during COVID that I really wanted to do because most of my career had been in the corporate world. And sometimes you don't have full control over your destiny, no matter how hard you work or how much a company values you in downturns, um, as we're seeing now in the tech industry, it doesn't matter how good you are, um, you might lose your job. And I I don't like that feeling of not being in, in control of my destiny. So I had been putting some things in place. So at a point in the future, and I didn't know what point that was, but I'd been putting some things in place so eventually I could leave my corporate job. And so some of those things were starting this podcast so that you could get to know me and the work that I do. Um, It was also so I could learn. Uh, But the podcast was one thing. I had invested in creating my website and some of my offerings. Uh, I had also invested in building my brand through social media. So I put some of those things in place, but I didn't know when I was going to leave my job. Um, And it was one day walking up to school to pick up my youngest son. And I was listening to a podcast uh, with two women who who were in business. And I I just had this thought about when, when am I going to do this? Like, when is the point? What is the magic thing that's going to happen that I can resign my job and start my business? And I don't know, I had this realisation on that afternoon that there wasn't going to be a magic thing. I just needed to make the decision. And so when I got to the school, I got out my phone and played on the calculator and worked out, could I afford to leave? Um, Decided I could, even though I perhaps couldn't afford to leave, but I felt like now was the time. So because I made that decision and I left my corporate job in June, took me a little while to leave, um, it's meant that I've had over probably six, six, eight months solid work in my business, full-time work in my business, which means I've made a huge amount of progress. Um, I have learned things that I that I didn't know how to do when I first left that corporate job. I've learned how to do videos online. I've learned how to add captions. I've learned how to do a whole lot of things on social media. I've learned how to speak to prospective clients and I've learned how to write proposals. There's hundreds of things that are, that are different that I've, I've learned to do. And if I hadn't made that decision to leave, I would still be now 
not knowing any of those things. A bit like by not enrolling in the Murray course on culture and language, I still don't know anything about that. And it's pretty frustrating. So, you know, when you think about your career and your life, what are the things you want to do now that if you make that decision now, how will things be different in 12 months? And sometimes we can't predict that. But sometimes if we invest now, there will be changes in 12 months' time. And I was thinking about this in terms of the course that I offer. So I have a course, it's called Six Weeks to Get Started in Diversity and Inclusion. And it's for people who want to move their career into something that's maybe more meaningful and more purposeful, but they don't know how to to get there yet. It's also for people who are new to working in diversity and inclusion within organisations or in the community and need some structure and some focus to their work. Um, The course is also useful if you're in, say, a human resources role or people role and you have DNI as part of your job, but you've got a hundred other things. So how can you give this work focus? So that's why I designed the course. And some of the things that you will know in 12 months, if you come on the course now, is you will know what your values are and how they connect to DNI work. You will know the legacy you want to leave you have identified the skills and experience that you need to develop to be successful and maybe you've gone a long way in 12 months to developing those skills. You'll know that change is slow and that there's things you need to put in place to to ensure that change moves in the right direction Um, and you'll, you'll know where you want to take your career. And that's just in week one. <laughs> in um, week two, you'll learn about how do you really understand your organisation, how do you gather all the data, um, and it's not just the number data. There's a whole lot of other pieces of data that you can collect about your organisation to really understand it. Um, you'll know how to focus your diversity and inclusion work Because one of the things that happens in organisations is you often get knocked off course because there's these expectations that we have to do it all. And in most organisations, there might only be one or two people working in the function. Um, You might not have any budget or other resources to do your work. So how can you get really focused? In week four, we also talk about how do you get support? How do you find all the the champions in your organisation that'll be your arms and legs um, and to help you make things happen. And we'll talk about how do you put a plan in place? How do you, what should the plan cover? Who do you need to communicate it to? All of those things that make a massive difference in making progress. And then week five is all about progress. So how do you, how often do you check in and see where you're at with your actions? Um, How do you create ownership and accountability with your leaders? That's super important. And how do you keep focused when people come to you and say, I want you to do this other thing and it's not on your plan? How do you do that? How do you push back? Or how do you get more resources? And in the final week, we really talk about how do you keep your skills and knowledge up to date? 
So that in 12 months time, when someone comes to you and wants you to do something, how do you know that that's the right thing to do? It sounds good, right? So over the six weeks, we have six live webinars and they're also recorded so that if you can't attend, you can watch the replay. There's two group coaching calls. So they're fantastic because we we come together as a group and we discuss the challenges and issues that were that are coming up for you. And it could be things that are in your organization now that you need some help with, or it could be that we're working through a case study and we're going to discuss all the ins and outs of that. And the other thing you get is I've got three incredible guest speakers coming along and two Two of the speakers are in diversity and inclusion roles now and very different organisations, different paths to get there, and so they'll be sharing their experience. And the third person is a senior executive who's worked in different industries and who's supported diversity and inclusion work. And he's going to talk about the role of really being an executive sponsor but also what he expects from people working in diversity and inclusion. So you've got six live webinars, you've got two group coaching calls, we've got three amazing guest speakers, and then a whole lot of downloadable resources that you can go and use at your leisure. Um, so pretty useful. So if you can imagine, if you did this course now and you, you learned all the things that I have just spoken about, where will you be in 12 months? What will you be doing? What connections will you have? that you don't have now. Um, I, I kind of, you know, if I think back to me not enrolling in the Maori culture and language course that I should have done 12 months ago, you know, where could, where could you be? If, if you don't come along to my course, where will you be in 12 months' time? Will you be where you are now? Will you have made any progress? So, look, I'd love you to come along. Um, I'm putting a link in the show notes. And I will also put links to three other podcast episodes of people who came on my course last year. And they all got so much out of it and, and different things. So everyone will get something different out of the course, but it will move you forward in the work that you want to do. I'll also put a link in the show notes if you'd like to have a quick chat with me, if you've got some questions about the course, um, certainly get in touch and I'd love to answer those questions for you. Well, I think that's it. We've talked about, you know, when you make decisions, what happens. And I had a great example with my business and leaving the corporate world. And, you know, what happens if you don't make those decisions and you don't move forward with something? Well, as you've seen with my Maori and <laughs> language course, I don't know anything new from 12 months ago and I'm really kicking myself. So I don't want you to kick yourself. Come along to six weeks to get started in diversity and inclusion.